Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Wow. Look at you. There's got to be 12 and a half of you. This is amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Give yourselves a big hand for coming out. Wow. Atlanta. Can I get a Deshai Shai? Okay. That wasn't too bad. I, I, I heard one caca over there. That's not bad. It's a thrill to be here. It really is. I mean, when I found out uh, that I was coming to Atlanta, I literally I did a full body release. I did. And uh, granted, I was a little spit at the time. Uh, I might have even been in Yonderland. Some people claim they've been there. I wasn't in Yonderland. I saw the city lights of Yonderland. But it's, it's a real thrill to be here in Atlanta. I mean, it's, uh, it's a wonderful place. I, at first, I just let out a... I was so excited, I even let out a... That's how excited I got. Uh, have any of you heard the show? I, uh, I, I had a, a, some of you, I think, are new to this. You're like, what is he doing? Why is he making those uh, bird noises? Uh, I just like Atlanta. There's very few uh, a-hole sours here. It seems like a great group of people. Um, and I'm inside uh, the CNN Situation Room. Uh, and that's, that's really great, to do a show from CNN... Uh, and I'm coming to you live. Uh, I love it when people do that. I'm coming to you live. This is Ted McGillicuddy with Billy Bob Baxter by my side. We're coming to you live from the CNN Situation Room. As if anyone's like, we're doing a non-live show in front of dead people. We're in the cemetery coming to you unlive from the Situation Room. No, we're coming to you live from the Situation Room. And, you know, apparently Wolf Blitzer is sick. And they said, why don't you just use the Situation Room? And it's pretty exciting because, um, you know, a lot of people consider our podcast news. It's not entertainment. (laughs) It's news. It's hard-hitting journalism with the kind of guests that I've been able to get. 
uh, over the years. It's it's hard hitting news, and it's fine. It's great to finally be appreciated as such. And uh, for this particular show, I have some of the great people, uh, you know, in the uh, political realm. You know, uh, uh, Hillary Clinton will be on the show. Uh, the head of the Democratic National Convention will be on the show. Uh, Condoleezza Rice will be here with us. Uh, and uh, Ted Turner will be here in the Situation Room to discuss the future uh, of the network. And uh, I'm especially excited about this. The guy who uh, uh, created the, uh, the apple and the peach, he combined the two. Uh, the creator of the papple is here. And you know what they say, a papal a day, uh, you know, keeps the sickness away. Uh, the creator of the papal is here. Uh, I don't know who else is here. Uh, I think uh, we might have, you know, mystery guests, but it's very exciting. And, uh, you know, being in the Situation Room... Wait, who's that? Is that, is that Condoleezza Rice? Wait, what? What is that? I can't see. Someone's yelling in back. I don't. I, I didn't think I'd get heckled in the situation room. I have a real situation here. I. Who is it? Is that Wolf Blitzer? He's angry that I took his room. Wait a second. What the? Who the? How the? Horton hears the? What the? Where? Is that TJ? What are you doing here? Why is my voice? Hi, like this. What? <laughs> TJ Miller is here. This is crazy. This is there a papal or not? This is crazy. I, what are you doing here? Is there a papal or isn't there? There is a papal. Really out there? Where can you buy it? Yeah. No. It, it, uh, a lot of the local markets. I hear uh, even cost plus world market. <laughs> not that one. I hear Chipotle is uh, carrying a papal a burrito now. Now that's that's a burrito that's like in and of the Vatican. <laughs> the people that laughed are educated. <laughs> Everyone else was like, "What do you mean there's a peach apple?" What are you doing here in the CNN Situation I, Room? What are you doing? Well, I usually rent this space to do my show. Papples aren't real. Room. Is that a popular show? I. I... No, it's just. Honestly, I'm the only one that listens to it. And every time I hear it, it's so bad, I'm like, I'm not going to release it. Yeah. You know, if you're getting the, uh, if you're watching the podcast. We uh, have a lot of people watch the podcast. A lot of people watch it. So people be, listen. They'll be listening on iTunes, but they watch the, you know, the little marker go. Yeah, they watch the time. Right, exactly. Your viewers. You're You're viewing. Other people get a transcript of the podcast every week, and it's, uh, we it's, sell very, those. it's very time-consuming. Uh, Cash, you transcribe all those, and how much do you charge for... I do. I actually pay people to take them. Uh, $12.50 per person. Yeah. And we transcribe the, the podcast. But uh, it, it's exciting. What are you doing here? Why would you doing, Again, you're doing I a Papple the, show? I, okay. Yeah, I do a Papple show. It's anti-Papple. And I found out, yeah, I don't think peaches should mate with apples. Sorry, I'm old-fashioned. You really are. That's one of your... Uh, that's why you have a shirt that says, uh, I don't get drunk, I get awesome. 
And that's one of the it's reasons a, it's a hat, you actually. thought this was a shirt. A shirt. That was a shirt. It's a shirt that looks like a hat. Cash is a small enough man that he'll see the right size yeah. hat and he'll say, look at that shirt. Yeah, that's true. You know, I used to... It, people... I'm not the tallest person. Uh, just see, if you're, if you're watching at home, you know that. But if you're listening... You wouldn't know I'm not the tallest person, but I used to sleep inside a, a pillowcase. I, uh, for sleepovers, I would show up with a pillow, and I would just pull the pillowcase off and sleep inside of it. Yeah. Really? And so there's a lot of useful things about being short. You were just a little baby? No, I was uh, actually 14 at the time. Uh, I don't know why I was still having slumber parties, but I, I, I would never sleep in a pillowcase because if somebody wants to kidnap you, that's the most convenient situation. <laughs> You just swipe up a pillowcase of person and collect your cash. But, you know, it's useful if you want to become a hobo. You can do that quickly, too. You, know, you just throw a, a child in a, a pillow, <laughs> a pillowcase on a long stick. Yeah. And you just jump on a boxcar to nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of advantages to being shorter. I, I, flying is great. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't need to get the business class seats, you know. And, and when, when, when there's any kind of dispute over me, re, you know, reclining my chair, I'll just say it's, you know, it's it's payback time, bitch. You'll say it's payback time. Yeah, bitch. I'll say I'll, I'll say to the, they'll say, can you put your chair up? And I'll say it's payback time, bitch. It's often to like a 14 year old boy. Yeah, usually like, what? It's usually for, you know, uh, I, I only say it to men, just to, you know, it's, it's really, it's more like airport courage, you know? Uh, it's more like airplane, it's, airport it's more like airplane courage. We've talked about that on a previous show. If you're in an airport, you often have courage to fight people because, you know, there's a lot of security around, and really, uh, it's a great place to, to pick a fight with someone because they really aren't going to really throw punches because they want to get on their next flight. Right. So that's a great time to be really belligerent with other people. That's actually a practical living in the modern age. Has anyone here ever heard the uh, show before? I, uh, the podcast? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm getting a feeling. Cash has a feeling he's dropping a lot of sort of references to the I feel podcast. Like we're, I feel he like we're expecting you guys to be like, yeah! yeah! And for the most part, you've been like, right, yeah. That's yeah, you're very low-key. <laughs> I feel like you guys should have brought, like, uh, I don't know, those, those chairs you have near the pool, you know, the reclining. You're very low-key, and that's fine. Uh, but I think we're about to drop a hot, spicy, buttery pot for you. And, uh, uh, I want you. I want you on board. Pool in the center of the room. That's true. What? Uh, yeah. A couple of people brought very nice gifts for yeah. me. They brought that hat. And, yeah, uh, it's also a shirt. It's the fluorescent hat that can be a if shirt depending your, on your size. If your head is your torso, that's a shirt. You know, my jaw is the size of my sternum. <laughs> But don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to laugh, uh, guys. Uh, don't be afraid. No, we're all in this together, this live show. And I think people, uh, you know, that are listening right now might think, wow, what's, what's going on? Uh, but this crowd, I think you're, uh, you're heavily sedated. Uh, that's how I'm feeling. But don't be afraid. We're all a part of this. We're all in this together, aren't we? Sedated enough that somebody brought me uh, it's a, uh, it's a fluorescent shirt or a hat that yeah. says, I don't get drunk, I get awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of the crowd. Uh, you're not, if you're not watching at home, a lot of the crowd is in a three ply cash stacker formation, uh, and there's a lot of popcorn waterfalls going on. So, it's and I also uh, included in this gift was movie speak: how to talk like you belong on a film set, which is kind of a weird thing. It's kind of a message to me, like. <laughs> It doesn't seem like you really talk like you're on a film set. 
So, they gave me so this is a bug for you because this person was thinking, uh, you know, maybe you need more pointers on what to do on a movie well, set. Well, you know, when I say dress to camera, what do you guys think? Yeah? <laughs> to arrange or place an object or occasionally a person so as to see it best within the shot, generally by moving it into the frame when it could nor- not normally have been in view. See also clock. <laughs> so thank you for that. That's awesome. Who brought this? Who, who actually brought the hat? There you are. Yeah! Are you, and who came? Where'd you come in from? Atlanta. Okay, that's a, yeah, quite a quite a distance. He's like right here. I live here. He's, he he's, all adri- he's approaching the stage now. Oh, he's throwing me something. Uh, he threw me a uh, "Don't pretend to understand my problems" uh, booklet. And then he so also the show, gave the show me. just got a little bit weirder. Uh, he also gave me a feeling... booklet which I really like. And I'm gonna give it to my wife. It says it's a little thing called restraint. You should try it sometime. <laughs> And that's just a, a booklet of all the, t- you know, just blank pages where you can write. Write your notes and stuff. Um, why did you think of me uh, when you got this? Uh, when you, where did you? I knew what you thought that I got TJ. Oh. What he said? Uh, whatever, what he said was quite hurtful. I, uh, I, uh, he basically said I was an afterthought. Uh, that's how I would paraphrase it. He's like, I, I got TJ a meaningful gift, and I thought I'd feel bad if I didn't give you something uh, meaningless. And uh, no, I'm giving you a hard time. Thank you, man. Thanks for coming all the way from Atlanta. You said me a lot. Who came the farthest? Who, who came? Uh, I don't know. Did anyone oh, drive? We have a, well, hold on. Yeah. We have a bet on this. We're just yeah. wondering. Uh, did anyone travel from more than like 30 minutes away yeah. to see the podcast? Okay. Really? Uh, who oh, came? Yes, yes, yes. You guys are so sweet. So, did anyone exceed? Two hours? Okay. We, now, hold on, because we've got uh, four hours for you. Anybody and got four hours? Anybody? Four? Uh, okay, so they win. How far How far was it? Five hours. So From I, where? Florida. That's a whole other uh, state. Yeah. That is. Florida is like Georgia's flaccid penis, you know? Central Florida. That's just how it looks on the map. That's all I'm saying. Central Florida is like Nancy Grace got into a hurricane that made her face like a trash can. So where in Florida? Pensacola. That's the one where everyone thinks as you say where you're from that you're about to say Pennsylvania. But halfway through you start talking about soda pop. That's where are you that's from? The city. I'm from Pensa- oh, Pennsylvania. Pensacola. Pensacola is where I uh, actually learned to riff. I, I, I was telling you this last night. TJ said, are you going to riff tonight? I said, I don't really survive in the South so well without riffing because generally uh, the crowds don't, don't really uh, like my jokes and don't think I'm that funny. So, no, I was in Pensacola at the start of my career, and uh, the, the headlining act was like, you're really uh, struggling up there. And I'm like, yes, uh, I haven't received a laugh. Uh, for the first three shows and I said I think what I'm going to do is not do any jokes and just try to make up the whole night and that's kind of where that all started because I I, uh, I was like it'll be less embarrassing if I eat it uh, without it being pre-planned well, it's, and it's hard because we're yeah. I, later we'll talk about I recently uh, bombed after a nine year old uh, at a wedding <laughs> we can talk speech. about it he did a speech that killed so hard 
Now listen, I went up, I ate shit. TJ wrote me this text. Uh, I'll read it to you. I wrote it down. He texted me, I just got buried by a nine-year-old who did a speech at my great friend's wedding. He opened for me, I crashed and burned. <laughs> That's the kind of text comedians send each other. It was pretty tough, yeah. but we'll talk about that later. Do you want to start? Well, you know what we like to do sometimes when we're doing a podcast? Not like always. To, sometimes we do, uh, just if we're feeling in the mood. This crowd's put me in the mood for it. Uh, we, uh, we, we like to do something called the uh, Triple Banger Lightning, lightning Round. round. Yeah. Uh, there she is. Triple Banger Lightning Round. That's good. Much, much quieter. <laughs> yeah, Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question one. Question one. Bigfoot, you should see his cock. That sounds nothing like a question. That could be the farthest thing from a question I've ever heard. First question. Rule number one. Bigfoot, should you see his cock? That that would be a question, right, exactly. But Bigfoot, you should see his cock? Question mark is so weird. Yeah, we're in the situation. I'll say, I'll say yes. <laughs> if you've seen his feet, why not see his fucking big foot dick? <laughs> My son uh, keeps wanting to make the different rooms in our house Bigfoot proof. He keeps also, a very his... common segue is uh, Bigfoot dick into my son. My son. <laughs> My son. Well, how is he going to be Bigfoot proof? I don't know. I don't know how he plans to do it, but he's like, Dad, I don't think this room's Bigfoot proof. So then what does he want you to do? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he wants to do. He's not, he's not outlined it for me yet. He's uh, just generally scared that a mythical character. Yeah, he definitely is afraid Bigfoot's going to come visit. And I said, Bigfoot doesn't you know, frequent the ocean areas that often. Uh, he's more in the mountainous areas. Uh, don't go to the Ozark Mountains. Well, and I, I can't wait to tell him about the Loch Ness Monster. It <laughs> only exists in water. And yeah, there'll be a lot of places he can't go. <laughs> Triple banger lightning round, question, question two. two. Question uh, two. Now, we're competing. Triple banger. <laughs> it's not the auxiliary yet. Uh, we do three triple bangers. This is an auxiliary to the first one, that's true. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. And... Uh, now we do we do three trill bangers and then sometimes we do an auxiliary which I have a feeling we're going to do uh, tonight it's, it's very special but the wine we're competing and that's why uh, you know the turnout is you know we're competing against the wine and cheese or the wine and uh, food festival here in Atlanta did you know that the wine and food festival which I like to call that a uh, uh, a restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's the dumbest festival I've ever heard of. Like, You're right. what, what restaurant a, doesn't have wine and, and food? Uh, there's a very cal- few of them. There's a cavalcade of wonderful wines and food. You can have five to ten different options of each. And it's like, yeah, like Applebee's. Yeah, so basically Applebee's is a wine and food restaurant, uh, wine and food festival. And I was thinking of other uh, stupid festivals that we should have. Which one would you most want to go to? Um, the uh, uh, the meth fest. Yep, I'll stop there. I mean, can you imagine that fest would be over so quickly? Well, I don't have to imagine. I've been to the uh, gathering of the juggalos, and it's that's not a great festival. Uh, the meth fest. How about the uh, uh, the uh, 
I don't know where these are here. Oh, the BYOF. That's the uh, Bring Your Own Festival. <laughs> I thought that was what it was going to be. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, you just, they're like, it's in an unspecified location. When you get there, the festival's going to be great as long as you bring it. Right, that's why everyone brings something that they, uh, that they truly care about. So I think it's that's a good one. potluck. Yeah, it is. Uh, the uh, Infest Fest. Nope. That's a festival for uh, infestations. One young lady over here is like, no, nope. don't like that one. <laughs> nope, I'm going to say no go on okay. that one. How about the uh, Incest Fest? No? You've never been to Birmingham? Okay, I did a local, I thought that might be a local winner. Uh, how about uh, the Incest Fest? What's that? It's where you, you insist that there's incest in a festival. <laughs> Um, what about the taste of Dayton? What about the ingest fest? Yeah. That's where there's a lot of food and also you eat other festivals. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, there's the uh, grope fest. Nobody up for the grope fest. No, no one's up for that. How about the uh, I hate Nancy Grace Aru? on NPR a couple days ago. That's real. And I don't know how that happened or why. It's because you were on a hard-hitting show like this. No, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, she loved cashing in. You really are one of my favorite guests. Thank you, man. I just, I always love it when you're on the show. You're you're really one of my favorite guests. Thank you. You're not saying an S at the end of that. Huh? Well, I've had problems getting other guests, so uh, that's why I said it that way. Well, I'm happy to be here, and I've never seen the Situation Room. And I'll tell you, the Situation is, it is a room. It's fully, it has four walls, ceiling, and a floor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about Ladlapalooza? Anybody? Ladlapalooza? Would you go to that festival? We've been doing this also. Can anyone think of something that can't be made into a ladle? Hmm? Penny, a penny can't be a ladle. Well, a penny is engraved, right? So there's a raised sort of section of the penny, and there's a lower section of the penny. If you put a handle on a penny, which we say anything, you can put a, a handle on this and it's a ladle. It's not a good ladle, because it has holes in it, but it's a ladle. A penny is raised. It's also a shirt. This can be a shirt. A ladle, a hat, or a penny if we change to a barbering system where the lowest denominator is a hat. A penny is a terrible ladle, but if you put a little handle on that penny, it'll have a, there's just a dollop of gravy will fit on that one. What is it? You can't turn a ladle into a ladle because it's already a ladle. Wrong. You can add... Oh, you don't think I fucking thought about this? You maniac. I spend hours a day thinking about ladles. If you attach a handle to the handle of a ladle, that's just a more useful ladle. Because it can go further down. If you attach a handle to the other side of a ladle, it's a more useful ladle. You have two hands on that ladle, right? Scoop it up. Pour it out. Fucking... Twist and break the neck of an opponent. Anybody else? 
<laughs> Sean Connery can't be a ladle? No, he Cash, is a ladle. I'll let you take this well, one. <laughs> Rule number one. How do you know I'm not a ladle? Uh, no, he's in, all you do is grab his legs and he opens his mouth and lies backwards. And then you fill up his mouth with whatever you want. Gravy. Uh, nougat, usually. Gravy. And then he becomes a gravy or nougat. Gravy nougat? Have you ever had a gravy nougat? I haven't. It's a, it's a rare I, combination. I feel like that's... I think they serve that at the uh, uh, Food and Wine Festival. I, do, you, do you ever have someone say... Uh, I, I or, or they put that. M&M's in their... M&M's in their popcorn? But M&M's in their popcorn? Yeah, have you ever, have you ever no. been with somebody at a movie? Is anyone? Yeah. yeah. Really? Or uh, Milk Duds. They'll put that in too. Why? That's like nougat gravy. It's a weird combo, right? But they love it. And they're like, you got to try it. And then you eat it, and it ruins the movie. <laughs> and you're like, fuck Jurassic World. The salt and the chocolate is ruined. it. <laughs> You, 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 you post-dated that joke because that movie hasn't even come out yet. So it was great. It, you, it was like you, well, you, you were like, you know what, this episode weeks, might yeah, not release exactly. in time, yeah, so we're going to... That's great. I, I like how you think ahead like that. We, we actually ate our second... Uh, two days in a row, we ate Bison Burger uh, over around the corner. And uh, this is a great place for, for bison here in Atlanta. Uh, lots of bison. Have any of you had bison this. here in Georgia? You have? Do you like yeah. it? At Ted Turner's? Yeah, he's going to be on the show later. And he's going to... But the bison, I mean, the first day we had the bison burger yesterday. And just, we got in town yesterday. And it was just, uh, it was really the most delicious thing I've ever had in my lifetime. And, and, and then, it brought up a question. Yeah. And then today we had it a second time. And I, I turned to TJ afterwards and I said, was it, was it as good the second time? And of course he said no. And I said, well, nothing's as good the second time. Is that true? Uh, everything has diminishing returns. I mean, the second time you do something, uh, you realize it's never as good. And, uh, and that we were talking about that's why you should only listen to this podcast once. Uh, we were talking about our first kids, episode. Kids will see, you know, a great movie or something. Like, yeah, they'll say it again, again, right again, now. Put it back see it on. Again. again, again, again. You learn that each time it diminishes, right? No, but, but I think one as, a, thing as adults, you don't think so? Because I think as adults, yeah, we just we decided the second bison only- burger. We were like, God damn it. Eight dollars for a burger? Fuck this place! Yeah, and the I day was like, before we were like, "This, this is the, the tastiest thing ever." The second one, I was like, "I don't think a bison should have died for this experience." <laughs> you know, uh, I would have eat, I would have been happy eating a papple right now. But that was the question: you know? is you know, is there anything? Is there anything that never diminishes? And you have it the second is. day. Is there anything that the the next day, if you do it again, have it again? Is it better than the first day? Right. What's better the second time? Can anybody say? Sex. That's right. Sex. And that's amazing. And I really appreciate it. And that's real. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and her, her husband's sitting next to her, and he's like, that's what I like about her. And nobody else said sex, but she did. That's why I'm sitting here half-clothed. You what? You've done it once. Do you have a child? Oh. Do you have a kid? No. You don't have a kid, but you only... The joke usually is, how many times do you guys have sex? Yeah. Just once. Here's my daughter. You guys are like, we had it once, no kids. It's terrible. Can't stand it. Yeah, no, but sex, and that's why people, that's why sex is the single greatest motivator in the history of civilization, right? Well, it is. Does it always get better if you're doing it right? I think sex, no, not always, not necessarily, no. No. It depends on who it is. That's definitely true. No, I don't don't think so. Do you have sex, really? I I think, I mean, I like sex because it... I mean, 
I like it because it, it feels good. I mean, mainly I do it because it looks funny, but... Earlier we were talking about Did this. Cash, Cash has been trying to get this joke to work for... for literally 15 years. 15 years. The joke is, it yeah. feels good. Sex feels good. I do it mostly because it looks, it looks funny. funny. And I told him, I got, it's, it's not worked for 15 years. And, I was like, and just, I'm going to keep doing it because I think it's funny. And I was like, you just got to phrase it like this. Yeah. And then I said what I just said. And then right now he tried to do it. And if you saw, there was a pause where yeah. he was like, you know, sex for me... I. <laughs> and then as he started to say it, you said it perfectly. Yeah. A lot for it feels good, but for me I do it because it looks funny, right. but it does feel good. Right. As you started to say that, you yelled out in the middle of it, we're not mad at you, but I love that he's like, you know, I do it because and you're like, ah! <laughs> and he's just like, motherfucker. So you think that would've 15 years <laughs> living this? <laughs> I, I, but it does. It, it does feel good, right? It, especially even the second time, and that's that's why I think we should all um, have sex after the show. And is there a sex fest? Is there a sex festival? Have you guys all ever had sex after the show? Has anyone had sex to the show? No, I'm saying has During anyone ever show? gone to a show where I'd right afterwards everyone had sex? Have you done that? Yeah, I know, me neither. I but hope. No one's had sex during Don't the show. Don't ever do that. I'd like this to be a show people, uh, you know, make love I gotta to. say, if somebody's listening to this and having sex, and we're talking about having sex yeah. while listening to this, that ruins the sex. For sure. If somebody's having sex right now and they just hear us being like, we hope this is the kind of podcast you can have sex to. They're going to stop having sex. You know what's great after sex? Uh, when you listen to this show, you have listen to the show, have sex, and afterwards, uh, have a firm uh, papple. Have a firm papple. That's a peach and an apple. It's just a running gag that I plan to have for the entire podcast. I, I don't imagine. I don't imagine it as a. It, what is it? Half peach, half apple. Yeah, it's half peach, half apple. So the one apple. half is a is a peach, the other yeah, half is an it's apple. It's where the peach has sex with the apple. Does it look like an Mainly because it looks funny. It's very funny looking. <laughs> hey, fuck it. From movie speak. A dingle. A dingle is a branch placed in front of a light to create shadows. Also called a branch of Loloris. <laughs> You've heard the phrase uh, hanging and dangling. Uh, there's also hanging and dingling. Lately, I have been trying to refer to my, I'm sorry, my penis and my testicles as my twig and berries. They're your honey stick. Honey stick. Twig and berries I like better. That's all. <laughs> Triple banger lightning round. Question, Question three. three. Question three. Uh, as you know, I was in a band. Uh, we called ourselves uh, Cash and the Bad Checks. And... Uh, we played in college, played a lot of gigs. And, uh, uh, but I was thinking about backup bands, you know. Uh, and it's important to have a backup band name uh, that really works. You don't want the backup band to be embarrassed about what they're called. You know what I mean? Like, hey, who are you looking at? Huh? Don't you know who I am? I was in the pips. 
You know? Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight the Pips. That's a, a midnight train to Georgia reference. Uh, the Heartbreakers, though, that's a good. I one. would have liked to have done this show in Pensacola. Uh, but I think we right, could have taken it to you. But you're right, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, right? okay, I'm a heartbreaker. Like, I'm one of the Heartbreakers. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not right? bad. Whereas uh, you're like, I'm part of the, I'm part of the blowfish. Yeah, I'm in the blowfish. <laughs> I, who, yeah, Hootie's not here. It's just us, yeah. the blowfish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a wing, you know? No, I'm not a chicken wing. I'm a wing. What? One of the wings. From what? The wings. Paul McCartney and the wings. You know? Got it, got it. One flap down. Yeah, you're like, um, you're like I'm the lulz. Yeah, so... I, I'm, I'm one part of the lulz. So I've got some. You know uh, the lulz, right? No, I don't know those. I like that he thought that I just started having a seizure, and he's like, we'll move on. Uh, I'm like, you know the lulz? He's like, sure, yeah. So a troublemaker, uh, 5,000 around. No, the lulz. Yeah. That's the backup band for the Eags. Yeah. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, I did have a seizure. <laughs> So I have some. I want to see which one you think is best uh, okay. based on the show. We have uh, which which backup band would be best, uh, and I'll give the band name, the whole band name. Uh, TJ and the Flapnabbers. Flapnabbers. Yeah. These are I all like phrases from our, our no, show. I like that. That's when you uh, nab at somebody's flap. You know. That's Some when you flap uh, at flap. It's flapnabbing. It's These are all flapnabbers, not flapnabbers. No, it's, it's flapnabbers. So TJ you, and the Flabnabbers. Flabnabbers are uh, sneaking into someone's house while they're sleeping and giving them liposuction <laughs> and stealing their fat. Now, these are all phrases from uh, cashphrases.org. So, You're going to nab uh, that yeah, flab. Yeah. yeah. When you, when you, so TJ and the Flabnabbers. Uh, I like it. Cash and the Crazins. Uh, crazins are uh, raisins that don't give a fuck. <laughs> Crazy raisins. Crazy raisins. Crazins. I like that one. Cash I know, prices. I love that. That's the front runner. For me. Uh, Triscuit and the Quick Whippers. <laughs> Do you remember what Quick Whipping is? I, I don't, but Triscuit and the Quick Whippers doesn't sound like it's going to do well. No. Uh, that's people who eat mayonnaise straight from the jar. Those are called Quick Whippers. <laughs> quick Whippers? Yeah, Quick Whippers. These are all things we talked about on think, the show. Yeah, but I'm saying, I think, I think it's Miracle Whip. You're quickly eating Miracle Whip. Right. Have you ever walked in on someone? In a, in Straight a kitchen, from the quick whip. Yeah. Just, just funneling Miracle Whip into their mouth over and over. You never done that? No. You've never grown up where both your parents do that. Yeah. You grew up in a house in where the they went straight from the jar? Yeah. Exactly. They were quick whippers? And I eat, what do you eat straight from the jar? I eat peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. I think most people do, right? Yes. You ever eat Nutella straight from the jar? A what? Nutella? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, you have? You ever, right, eaten, uh, you ever eaten beans straight from a can? <laughs> Have you? All right, this is turning into a birdbath conversation. <laughs> you, ever eaten, you ever eaten clam chatter out of a top hat? <laughs> Here's one I like. Uh, this is a new band. Uh, Donkey and the Jeff. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say that on the on the Jeff. I do like that you have that on the paper circle yeah. with a star next, star next to, to it. it, and you're like Donkey and the Donkey Jeff. And the Jeff. <laughs> but it is Donkey and the Jeff. I love their show. I love the I love the idea of a radio show with a man and his sidekick is a donkey, and the donkey doesn't talk or anything. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I'm doing a radio show called, like, Tom and the Charlie the Freak. Charlie the Freak is his name. He's cool with that. He's on radio. He's like, it's me, Charlie the Freak! <laughs> Can you imagine people approaching him in the grocery store being like, hey, are you Charlie the Freak? And he's like, I like the idea that he's hunchbacked and he has a fucking pirate's hat. <laughs> How about the cat show? Have you seen the cat went solo? When the cat went all the way yeah, by the himself? the cat went solo. You guys know the... Who was it in the cat? That? Rick, Rick Stevens. Rick Stevens of the cat. Well, we're beginning to there's only four people, four people who've people ever heard the show. show. Or there's yeah. a bunch more that are like, I'm not... I feel like the rest like, of you... Really, the rest of you just came to eat? Uh... <laughs> Or I feel like actually you're in this shopping mall. This is we're actually in a shopping mall. That's where the CNN Situation Room is. I feel like some of you just like needed a place to sit down. You were shopping. You needed you're a place to like bring so your bags, and you just sat down. And we started doing the show, and you're like, "Shit, we don't want to be rude." They're We've already got show. our shows. Yeah. Why are they talking to us? And they're like, "Well, this is lasting quite a while for a triple banger lightning round. This doesn't seem that quick." <laughs> Even the sound guy's like, this is not lightning quick right now. This is much slower than a quick whipper. But I feel like some of you didn't know. It feels like a hostage situation. Uh, Or maybe a drug rehab meeting almost. Maybe you thought you were coming to a different type of meeting altogether. You guys were here, you're like, this is a nachos meeting. And then all of a sudden, these two assholes are talking. There's really only four people getting into it. It's the the two ladies from Pensacola. They're great. They came all the way to Pensacola. They're going to get their money's worth. And the two that are waiting to have sex a second time. Because they're like, you know what? That's a good idea. Now we we stopped at one. We thought everything has diminishing returns. But now we're hearing that sex is even better a second time. Let's do it. We did it because it looks funny. But now we're going to do it because it feels good. If you walk away tonight with one thing, it is you got to have sex twice. That and listen to the show Donkey and the Jeff. Uh, Donkey and the Jeff. A couple more. uh, Mackie and the Pasturbators. And that's a person that passes on masturbating. So if someone's like, do you want to masturbate? And they're like, no thanks, that's a masturbator. Those are are people that masturbate while commandeering a moving vehicle. So they're masturbating passengers? I never thought of it that way. Simple question. I never thought of it that way, and that's that's why this is a hard hitting show because you know we analyze these things. Even later, we go back and we regroup and analyze it in a different way. How about uh, Timmy and the strippy nips? Uh, those are nipples in the shape of one big stripe. Waldo is known to have strippy nips. So okay, I've got 112. Are you talking about Ralph Waldo Emerson or where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? Okay. He's known to have strippy nips, which are nipples that are just a strip instead of a circle. Right. Okay. That's what those are called. These all came from this show. Why are you mocking me? Not mocking, just enjoying the idea. Most of these came from your mouth. What would you do? From the horse's mouth. What would you... I do have a horse-like job. What would you do if you took off someone's shirt, you know, getting into it with them, and they had nipple strips? It's not ideal. Not ideal. Not ideal. Well, this is great. I'm, I, I think we should move along. I'm not going to do a... Um, we're not going to do an auxiliary round. We're not going to... we should do a triple banger auxiliary round. I don't think so. I, I did want to just give a couple more catchphrases that I couldn't fit into this thing. Uh, because I think it's great. Because those have been going well so far. And I want to say, it seems like you know you're all excited about the references to past shows. You know what? 
You know what I have to say to you guys? One guy was like, Daddy came home for Christmas. I just did what you did. He had a great joke. I yelled out in the middle of it because someone under their breath was like, Sushi Diet Coke. It's all callback. It's an all callback show for a crowd that's never heard the show before. It was a real, it was, it was a bad game plan from the start. It was like, let's do an all callback show for people that. We do it here, and we do an all callback show at sort of a morning church thrift store situation. No one's ever heard the show. Most of them don't know what podcasts are, and we just go in there and say, what do you guys think about strippy nips? No, but I couldn't help it because when I went to Cash Phrases, I didn't remember some of these, and I thought I would make you laugh. That's part of my goal on the show is to make my guests laugh. And I've had a lot of different guests that have laughed. Uh, just, I just wanted to ask if you know what these are. Getting a hand job from a sea sponge until my cucumber squirts. Do you know what, what is that, that is? called? What is that? Getting a hand job from a sea cucumber until... No, a sea sponge until my cucumber squirts. Uh, that's a sponge of cucus squirt. Yeah, that's, that's, that's receiving a hand job to fruition. <laughs> so, the, so the definition of the word, there is no word, it's just a smaller It's a sentence. phrase. <laughs> it's a phrase. <laughs> that would be like... <laughs> One more. I can't help it. I can't help it. Gonorrhea. That's a. Do uh, you know what that is? Gonorrhea. <laughs> oh my gosh! I drank so 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 many beers last night, and it's like, okay, what is that? That is the definition of. I drank a lot of beers last night. <laughs> is that not land? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, keep going. But it's in, Do you remember what gonorrhea is? This has a real definition. Okay, gonorrhea. Yeah. That's when you get gonorrhea from Trina. Almost. It's a ballerina with gonorrhea. <laughs> okay? And that's the end of Triple Banger Lightning Round. We survived that. Let's go on to Where Were You? Where were you? So where were you? Well, I, I, I actually, I was, I was here in Atlanta, and uh, I'm enjoying myself here. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great state. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta is a great state. Yeah, it's a great state. Georgia is one of the best cities I've ever been in. It's, it's like a, it's like a, a hat that looks like a shirt. Uh, I thought Mobile, I thought Mobile was a, a city or a town for a while, but it's not. It's just a. A series of things that are attached to strings above a baby. Uh, Atlanta has a lot of. There's great... a lot of malt liquor yeah. there. That's... Uh, Atlanta has a lot of great slogans. So, too busy to hate. Is that? Yeah, that was one of their slogans. I looked up their slogans every day. Is that true? Yeah. It too is? busy to hate. Too busy to hate. I don't want hate in my. Who is like? God damn it! I can't stand you, but I don't have time to think about it. I got to go to the post office. <laughs> Um, it, it, and then they kind of down. They were just like, you know, that's even too strong. Let's let's go. Let's go a little softer and not offend people and and do uh, the slogan. People seem to like it here. <laughs> and the only way that could be worse if, is that, if it had a question mark. Is that true? Yeah, it's very. I, this is all true. <laughs> Folks, you can't make this shit up at home. <laughs> Ladies, take a break, fellas. You know what I'm talking about. I like too busy to hate. What if, if now? If we stay here. The party dies. How long 
was the slogan too busy to hate? Because I think nowadays. How long did that last for? Because nowadays, I think it could be like. How could that have happened? The traffic's so bad, there's plenty of time to hate. (laughs) Okay, this is my favorite. Uh, The world's next great city. That was that was in 1993. That was the slogan. You're like, well, it's coming up for us. I feel like this city has a little bit of an ego problem I, uh, with with these slogans. Uh, I, I think the slogan should be uh, uh, the Big Papple. Uh, what about like, yeah? What would you guys say the what would be a great slogan for Atlanta? Land of the highways or something? <laughs> See, no one knows. The beer and the chicken that keeps Luda rapping. There's no pork on his fork. He doesn't even Home of the Wine and Food Fest. Home of the Wine and Food Fest. We have restaurants. Atlanta, there's restaurants here. Atlanta, if you don't have a car, you're fucked. That's a good one. That's our first applause break. Thank you so much. I didn't know you guys knew you could do that. It's a, they were like, oh my God, our hands are like tambourines when we put them together. We should do that more often. There's, a, there's no bus system in Atlanta, is there? There can't be. I think there was, but they ran out of gas trying to get from one way. You know, that's impossible, right? And can you imagine a subway system here? Feel the silence there. You guys are like, huh? My yeah, best friend weird. lives 30 minutes away. It's a tough one here. And then outside the perimeter, inside the perimeter. How many people by round of applause are from Atlanta? Really, just this row right here. I like that. Do you guys, uh, are you from Atlanta? <laughs> Native Atlanteans? Yeah. Oh. Children of Native Atlantans? Wow. What do you call a person from Atlanta? An Atlantis? ATLians? That's more recent, I think. ATLians. Atlantans? That's what you said it was? I don't think it is. I think it's. That's an ego problem. If you and your city don't know what to call yourselves, you're from Atlanta, what do you call yourselves? People from Atlanta. Well, I want to talk about where you were. I mean, you were at this wedding uh, yeah. performing. I want to hear about that story. You still haven't told me that story. Well, how many people by round of applause have made a speech at a wedding? So actually, most of you. So it's kind of a nerve-wracking experience, right? I mean, you want to... It's a big event. You want to make it good. You want the person... It has to be funny. It has to be sentimental. It has to be memorable. It has to be all these different things. Especially when the guy who's getting married puts a lot of pressure on you. For example, TJ's getting married, and uh, every yeah, time I see him... the most important speech. You know, he keeps saying that, and he's like, don't fuck that wedding speech up. And it's, I always whisper it at a Burger King. That's true. Anyway, go on. So I'm at this wedding. It's one of my best friends of all time. And I wanted to make a great speech, you know? So I want, and if I could read that speech right now, would you guys entertain that? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what happened and why I couldn't make the speech. So this is Belle Duggan, who's a great, great friend of mine. And uh, we went to high school together, and this is what I wrote in advance to say to her at the wedding. Because I thought this would be something that reflected how good of a friend she's been 
uh, and how important she was to me. Bill, I love you. I love that this is happening. I love that I'm here. I feel lucky. I think all of us do to a certain extent because this is what life is all about. This is why people still have weddings. Because even though the divorce rate is over 50%, (laughs) we still want to believe. We want to believe that true love is real and that it should be celebrated. And I feel fucking fortunate to be at one of these occasions where it is clear, it is fucking clear that Jeff and you were made for each other. Where where this is a, a celebration... This is life and not anything else. When you see a family that love each other and have made each other work together for the mission of happiness, I am thankful. I love you, and I love your guts. (laughs) The first time I met Jeff, I was going to say, "Mm, I don't know about this guy. (laughs) But soon I thought he was great. I used to call you Bell and your friends Bell's crew, but now it's Jeff and Bell's crew. It's our crew. Thank you for having me on board. So I think that's pretty sweet. So they came up to me right before I was going to make that speech, and they say, hey, uh, their cousin, Declan, he's like nine years old. He's going to make a speech real quick before you, and then you can do your speech. I was like, yeah, sure, that'll be cute, right? That's fun. Yeah. No. So you... No, not cute. (laughs) So this kid is hilarious. He does school plays. He's very funny, very affable. Great kid, right? He speaks a little like he's in his 40s. He's nine years old, but he'll sort of walk up to you and be like, what a fine day it's been, don't you think? And you're like, what is wrong with you? But he's great. The the problem was, they said, he's going to go up right before you. I said, that's great. He'll make like, he'll probably get up there and go, I really like you guys. And I want you to know, I hope you're happy. (laughs) And then everyone would be like, what a cute nine-year-old. And then I would get up and and show the sentiments I just showed you. No. Declan got on stage. It was a stage. And he started sort of doing his speech. And he fucking killed. (laughs) For 25 minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes? Nine years old. For 20 minutes. 25 minutes. He's like... And, and he said in the beginning of his speech, he opened with, when I first saw Jeff, I was like, man. <laughs> what? I was in my seat like, what the fuck? He see my speech? Destroying nonstop. He's like throwing jokes. You know, but I got to tell you, you're both very fine people. I think your children, if you have them, will be fine fellows as well. People are like, yeah! And he's toasting him. He crushed. He was so funny. And then he finished. And this is how he finished. He goes, and I think uh, the next speaker. And at this point, I had... I had, I had said to the MC, like, no, 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 don't do it. I, I don't want to do it. Don't. You just finish with him, do the music. And, of course, the DJ, it's Colorado, so he's high. He's like, oh, I love the light fixtures in this place. So he didn't hear that, so the kid, he's like, so I want to hand the microphone off to a... Uh, <clears throat> you may know him from Yogi Bear 3D. <laughs> And he is a very fine fellow, ladies and gentlemen, T.J. Miller. People are cracking up, cracking up. 
I go, I pick up the microphone. And I'm just like, <clears throat> let's give it up for Declan. Huge explosion of applause. Yeah! And like, yeah, I said, well, I never thought I wouldn't be able to follow a nine-year-old. And there was a silence. <laughs> similar to the one that just happened. But they literally, you could feel everyone being like, no. No, you can't. And then I proceeded to just eat shit for two minutes. And then it looked so cowardly and sad. And think about that, that I was like, and I, when I, I remember when I first met Jeff, I was like, oh. All right, okay, all right, thank you. Have a great life. Like, that was it. And I got off stage, but I, I went to hand the microphone to the DJ, but I guess he had gone to the bathroom, and Declan was there to receive the microphone. So I hand it back to this kid that, like, I embarrassed myself. I didn't say anything. I just stumbled and was like, Dave, you're a good friend. Uh, good night. Bye, Declan. And then I go back to hand it to him, and he took it from me, and he didn't say anything. It's just I handed the microphone, and I looked at him, and he looked at me. And I, I didn't want him to know that I thought I had done terribly, you know? Yeah. So I was like, great speech, you know? And he just looked at me and went... <laughs> That really hurts. A nine-year-old being like, yeah, I know I had a great speech, and as for you, oh boy. There aren't even words. And then he just got back up, and he started doing the worm on stage, and they carried him out and uh, sprayed champagne. What, yeah. if he had, what if he had looked at you and just said, where do you think you lost him? That's always a funny thing to say to a comedian, and when they get off stage, if, if, they, if they do really well, because they'll have a sense of humor about it. Or right, here's the worst put down. I, mean, I wish he would have said that. I would have been like the moment you started speaking. Yeah. I, 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 uh, my favorite put down after a bad set is when someone goes, I, I, I loved your lecture. <laughs> Do you, have you thought of having graphs and stuff? That's a good put down. That's after pretty that. rough. But I, I ate it so badly recently. I ate it pretty badly recently. I, I could hear uh, 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 fog uh, while I was on stage. <laughs> Uh, hitting the building. Someone said, is that rain uh, coming down outside? I said, no, that's, uh, uh, that's fog. Uh, that's how badly I'm eating. Imagine it. how quiet it has to be to hear fog slowly creeping yeah. upon the building. That's a bad set. I, it's important who you follow at a wedding. Just be, be real about that. Because like at my wedding, this girl in the uh, wedding party, uh, April's uh, old friend who made a speech that was so bad and so like she she really did say she goes I don't really like cash I haven't she just basically said that she didn't like me what yeah she she basically Wait, she made a speech at your wedding that was oh, like yeah. I never liked she cash. said I didn't like him at first but then she didn't do the whole and now I do <laughs> right and everyone was like what the fuck she's like when I met cash I really didn't like him much and she forgot to do maybe she forgot but she definitely didn't say and now I like him uh, a really important thing to do during the speech Okay, and then she started crying and saying how much she loved April and how it was going to be so hard to lose her and to this marriage. And really? Yeah, it was a terrible. Is that real? Yeah, really? this really happened. Oh it was a terrible God. speech, and she started crying. And basically, and, and I was like, I was telling somebody, I'm like, get her off the stage. This is nuts. 
She, she was a basket case. She fell apart, right? She's mascara. She's falling apart. I can't believe I'm losing my friend yeah. to well, this. Well, as far as I can tell, if they, she said that at my wedding, I'd be like, hey, yeah. you got to pay for the fucking food you ate. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, right? As far as I can tell, they hadn't even talked in two or three years. I, I was meeting her for like the second time. Anyway, she made this terrible speech. Terrible speech. So she was starting to cry. Everyone was dead silent. And I saw two really good comedian friends at at my wedding, uh, uh, Billy D. Washington and Arch Barker. And I saw them both from each side of the room practically run to the stage because they knew it would be perfect to follow her. They were like, I'm going to fucking kill if I get up there next. Because everyone was making speeches. And both comedians were like, and they both saw each other. They got and they basically were running to the stage. And they got there at the same time. And uh, it was pretty honorable. Arch was like, let Billy go. But, you know, he was like, you take the stage. But he looked defeated as he, because he knew that was the spot. And Billy yeah, just killed wanna, him. Billy killed him. Yeah. After you want to go up after someone falls apart. Mascara. You don't want to go after a nine-year-old, just crushes. No, you want to go after someone who's emotionally unstable and has mascara running on their face and didn't get any laughs. And his name was Devlin? Declan. Declan. Okay, so he it wasn't Devlin. He had a Devlin. cool name. Declan. He's like, what's up? I'm Declan. I'm about to fucking crush it. <laughs> and after me, a very fine fellow that ironically keeps mentioning that he was in Yogi Bear 3D. Good luck, dick face. <laughs> That's the greatest story ever. I think it's great. I want to uh, move along to something we like to call uh, uh, Tweetalize. That's just a working title. A lot of people are different. Uh, you know, different names for it. Uh, some people like to call it Tweetalize. Uh, I think there's uh, only one name. Yeah, for it. Uh, other people, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jonas Polsky always has funny uh, things he sends me about what it should be called. He thinks it should be called Tweet Operator. <laughs> Tweet Operator. Coast to coast. You know, other people uh, call it different things, you know. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll call it a... Take a tweet off TJ. Take a tweet for free. Take a load off cashes. You put the tweet right on me. That was a hard one. Thank you. Why are you encouraging me? Okay, that's good timing. Thank you. Uh, just midway through the I whole bit. I wish I had planned that. And I was like, when I go like this, just turn on the Tweetalize music. It'll stop them, but it won't, as you can see. Uh, you know, I, I think it should be called, I'm leaving on a midnight tweet to Georgia. Everybody's got a uh, different so name Cash, for it. you tweeted uh, three, uh, one day ago. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just telling them some of the other ones, uh, you know, that some people call it. I mean, I'm 
want to thank you again, the person that brought us the notebook that says, it's a little thing called restraint. You should try it sometimes. Thank you for that. So that's, you know, what some people call it. Nobody calls it anything else? So, well, other people call it better tweet. So tweet and better. Better and tweet. Better tweet. Surrender. I hate myself. I, uh, I, some I, of the classic people no, no, that I, I don't think tweet it, Five days ago, you tweeted. What? Oh, yeah, no, I don't do that one anymore. Oh, yeah, this is true. This is something that happened. So, Cash backstage was like, I don't... It was kind of quiet. It got really quiet, you know? Uh, there was just a moment of just quietude. You could hear the fog rolling in. There was a moment of quietude, and Cash goes, I, uh... I don't think I can do take it to the tweets tonight. Well, hold on. So some of you may not know what that means, but he always says, taking it, well. (laughs) And he does the taking it to the tweets, and uh, he's like, I think it's just played out. And I was like, it was such a weird conversation, because I said, I think you got to give them what they want. (laughs) And I I hate the falsetto. I hate it. I think it's a bad thing. But he really was like, it's over. Taking it to the tweets is over. I was like, what are you going to end it with? Tweet it? <coughs> yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like. Anyway, five days. I just ago. don't know if it's relevant anymore, you know, <laughs> taking it to the tweets. I mean, do that and try the sex joke again. Do that and try the, the sex joke again? Yeah. She fucking, she's wearing a doily and knows what's up. <laughs> It's fucking, it's a shirt, it's a hat, it's a doily, it's you telling Cash what the fuck is up. It's just, it, it's hard to know when people are getting tired of a certain thing, and you know, it's a, oh, you, you want to take it to the tweet, and you don't, TJ won't let me. I'm fine without it, yeah. I'll just do the short version. To the tweets. 
I've got one for you. Let, let me read yours. <laughs> no, I just want to read one of yours. TJ wrote, Comedians, I yell it out from the mountaintops, Hollywood trash heaps. You are the new philosophers. That's you alone have the open ear of man. That's what, that's what I love about you. You're so profound. It's and a parenthetical. It's so, it's so profound, though. You, you're very profound with your tweets. And then you wrote, and just to follow this up, you wrote, uh, my favorite thing to say to someone who walks in on me in the bathroom is, quote, come on in. Let's be together while this happens. Which, that's actually true. You know how when someone walks in on you in the bathroom, you're like, oh, like you're really scared? Don't do that. Just be like, come on in. It's the best. They're like, ah, they become the scared ones. Or you have a pretty interesting night. <laughs> Taking it to the tweets. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, here's one. Well, that's good. You do, you do the song. I don't know. I can't You're good. It. You're a great singer. No, I'm not. I can't do it. I, you also wrote on May 24th, if you make an electronic song with a sample of a child talking, I'm in. I'm fucking in in capital letters. Uh, was that was uh, was Declan? Did he do? Uh, De- I gotta be honest with you. Declan uh, fucked me. <laughs> he, t- he ruined it all. I mean, there couldn't be. Uh, but did he do any electronic music? Or I mean, could... no cash, man. He ruined. He ruined it. <laughs> Okay, you don't want to say any more about that? Screw me, Cash. TJ, TJ's looking for something. I'll read one more of his. I don't know why everyone is so afraid of dying. It's not like you're going to get eaten alive. That would be horrible. That is horrible, though. Why don't we talk about that more often? Getting eaten alive? Yeah, I mean, it, why don't we talk about that? All of us are like, I don't want to die. I want to die from cancer. I Oh my God, what if I get really old and I die or I have this or that? Not, no one is getting eaten alive. No one. None of us are going to die by being eaten alive. It's unlikely. Imagine but I have heard how that... bad that would be. Can you imagine seeing your lower torso being eaten on your way to your death? And it can people are like, I was surrounded by my family, but hospice wasn't that great. <laughs> it can happen, though. I, I heard there was an incident at the... Uh, uh, food and wine festival uh, where one person got eaten alive. Is that real? Yeah. What's this? Thank you guys so much for having us in Atlanta. But this is like NPR. Who <laughs> just came in out? And uh, we're talking about how. Uh, so many people have a uh, conservative bent in Idaho. If you're just joining us now, it's political activist Darnard Farberstar. He's actually, he's been shitting his pants for the last ten years to try and get Tibetan monks to stop shearing sheep. child being like, it's very sunny. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's great. I didn't know where that was going. I like that. 
She's just joining us. The uh, the child sample isn't coming up when I want it to be. This is Tim McGillicuddy on 102.5 The Rocker. We've got kids doing electronica, and here it comes. Dancing. Dancing Word Bird Contest coming on in half an hour. Maybe I'll call you. Later we have that all night out of sight acid rocker, Hinky Dinky Parley Boo. And then Donkey and the Jeff. And here it comes. Every song has a moment. That's one of the most shameful moments in my life that I tried to show that. And one thing I want to talk about briefly is, I don't know if you guys are into baseball, but Cash has a really good point that baseball is the most humiliating sport. And it is the most humiliating sport. Right? More humiliating than football, basketball, anything. Well, because, yeah, I mean, even if you're a great player, 70% of the time you're going to fail. And uh, that's pretty embarrassing. And also, when you make an error on the baseball field, when you drop a pop-up, that's one of the most embarrassing things in the world. And a pop-up fly ball, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. that would be, yeah. When you don't know what a pop-up is, that's one of the most embarrassing things. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles. I thought if you, like, drop the ball on putting up a pop-up art place on Melrose <laughs> to kind of sell T-shirts and graphics and yeah. novels and stuff, and then it didn't yeah. work, well, you dropped a pop-up. <laughs> and that was a long way to go for nothing. <laughs> No, it's a very painful sport. It teaches you to fail. I mean, look at, like, I don't know, uh, look at, like, what it would be like to be a, I don't know, Braves fan, you know? I mean, uh, 16 postseasons, you know? No, you got the crown. You got the one championship. It's good. It's good. I'm not being facetious. Having one crown, what does Cleveland have? They don't have a lot right now. That is the worst. I love trying to make Atlanta feel better because they're not Cleveland. Can you imagine people from Cleveland right now? They're like, what happened? No, I feel really, I genuinely feel really bad for Cleveland. They haven't had a championship in 50 years in any sport. I think it must be difficult. Well, I think it's brave of the Braves to continue on, you know? Yeah. But the Cleveland... Well, if sports teach us anything, it's to, to never give up. What are those? Someone's passing out white containers with... What do you think's in there? Huh? Oh, oh! They're giving away glassware. You guys bought souvenir glasses. You didn't know you did. That's how drunk you are in the afternoon. You're like, why do you say yeah, I'll take it? And they just give you a glass, but you're still too drunk to ask why. You're like, thank you very much. This just continues with my theme, though. That I'm not sure that the people here knew there was going to be a podcast. When, when people you are getting boxes of glassware, glassware like, right, this exactly. is the part where we get our glassware and She's then we like, can I go. Thought this was a Tuesday morning. <laughs> Do you know how many Tuesday morning jokes I've been making in the last 10 years? I'm serious, and no one has laughed. But here we are in Atlanta. <laughs> that you responded to the most was my Tuesday morning reference. And I love you for it. My mother, my mother used to be like, you want to go to Tuesday morning? And I was like, sister, it's Monday night. Let's fucking do this. Can you imagine 
imagine if I told my mother, sister, it's fucking Monday night, let's do this. <laughs> she would have thought I was on drugs. Let's, let's do an, a question, uh, a quick uh, uh, essential questions before we do our maskers. No, do let's do an question. Let's do a, a quick question. And a question is when you wish question. that you could do a quick question. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a, a quick essential questions of human nature. How about that? Ready? Essential. Essential. Is this show... Uh, that was great. Our sound guy is actually someone who didn't know there was going to be a show. It's a homeless gentleman who fell asleep in the sound booth <laughs> on Monday night. It's Tuesday morning. Let's do this thing. Yeah. The show's actually at 5 p.m. It started at 5 p.m. And uh, it's, uh, that's happy hour. So this is based, this essential question is uh, happy hour. Uh, more like portions. These portions are so small I'm pissed off for an hour. Because uh, I think happy hour is not happy. I, they're just giving you less of let's, each. Let's, let's do it again. That's just because no. the premise really... it, it means a lot to me uh, To not do it again uh, It hurt the first time No, it day. is weird You're like, yeah, I'll have $5 oysters And then it's a half of an oyster And then a picture of the guy giving you the finger I just think it's a big fuck you They act like they're giving you this great thing Happy hour, oh, that sounds really great And it's $3 not... wings and Yeah, and then you really? get, they get one half a wing or it's just each wing costs $3, and you're like, I just said 10 wings, this is $30. And they're like, well, you're fucked, you're in Atlanta. <laughs> you guys are, you're not really, tu- like, San now, Francisco is touchy when you make fun of the city, for sure. They're yeah. like, whoa, eh, boo. In Atlanta, you guys, if we make fun of Atlanta, you guys are like, huh, I got a gun in my car. <laughs> You're very close to Alabama, which is also a great state. Someone, someone, someone loud enough to hear said, "What?" It's a, they wrote a song about it. Tweet home, Alabama. Someone's coming on stage now, and she's going to drink some of the beverage that TJ has been drinking. Have you ever? Uh, I wish. What's that? Why did you get down on your knees? I need a drink. That's okay. I understand standing up, but it is weird. It feels like you're like I want to look you in the eye. I thought that was really good. So uh, yeah, I'll sing while you. I'll you, sing while you drink. I'll, I'll do a good. Great have, have you ever seen The Sting, the movie with uh, Paul oh, yeah, and Robert Redford? Yeah. Always drink gin with a mark, kid. They can never tell you cut it. Okay, I'll, I'll do a drink oh, song. Go. If I tweet you tomorrow, would you still remember? <laughs> She finished the whole thing. Wow. 
She is dies in front of us. What's your name again? There she is. Emily, Emily give it for Emily. She, uh, She's finished a, a half a bottle I of Riddle's gin. Usually you don't see that kind of drinking in the situation room. She'll Wolf be Blitzer dead in 20 minutes. Can you imagine if Wolf Blitzer just did what she did? You know, she just downs an entire bottle of gin. Whenever you say Wolf Blitzer, the show. I like to think about how Nancy Grace is the Wolf Blitzer of Nancy Grace because she looks like a fucking wolf. And she's blitzing your life with her terrible face and ideas. What do you think is a better name, Wolf or Blitzer? Is that, is that, is that two verbs or nouns? What is that? Yeah, you get wolf down food or it's a wolf. Yeah. You're a blitzer, someone who blitzes, or you like to give people blintzes, but you don't spell well. <laughs> I mean, do you know how hard it was for me to construct that? It was that? hard to do that. <laughs> the degree of difficulty on what you do is, is so high. It's not if it's funny or not. It's just how much did it take for me to make it? It took a lot. It took a lot. You know, that's kind of what I like about sex. I mean, a lot of people like it because it uh, feels good. I like it because it looks funny. But... Uh, <laughs> jump off a billboard right now. My life just peaked. Let's finish up with maskers, right? It's a, one of some my maskers? maskers. Yes, absolutely. Maskers. Do some live maskers. Yeah. 85% of superheroes. This is maskers. Yeah, this is uh, uh, one of my favorites. And, and, you know, we get some good maskers. By the way, this is the section where we often just kind of thank people for things. Um, we, we're doing this uh, fundraising campaign. I wanted to thank the people that uh, have sent... Uh, money, we're still trying yeah, to get back to even. A lot of people have donated. We really appreciate it. Facebook page, it's amazing. We really appreciate it. Did you guys do it? Yeah, we well, appreciate I'm it. Buy it means you a lot to us. Full bottle of gin, each of you, after this. <laughs> you deserve yeah. it. But we really, yeah, it means the a lot. People to are us. funny. A lot of people send, you know, twelve and a half dollars or you know, things of that nature. But we cash thinks it should be one hundred and twenty-five dollars. A few people have done that. We appreciate that too. And if you can't send anything, that's fine too. We, we we're like NPR now. Uh, <laughs> If we're just trying to get back to even, really, just with the flights and the uh, um, uh, the you, studio time, that kind of stuff. If you donate $12,500, then I will come to your house and kiss you. We should do shows at people's houses for uh, $100. I mean, I really, I'll come to your house. I'm not going to kiss you on the mouth. I don't know who the fuck you are or where you've been. <laughs> but I'll kiss you straight on your goddamn cheek. So... <laughs> Think it out, you know? Yeah. Anyway, we appreciate it. It means a lot to us, and we try to do as many shows as we can. Now, I'm going to be in Japan for three weeks. I'm going over there. Doing shows for the military. Doing some shows for the troops, Korea, um, and other. And I'm actually, I'm going to be in China for three weeks uh, oppressing children. Yeah. That got a a bigger applause. Uh, (laughs) People like that. That we respond to. Uh, uh, but uh, so it, again, sometimes these things happen where we have longer breaks, and we're as frustrated as you. But we, we do our best. We appreciate you guys sticking uh, with us. We may do one, and we might do a, a live show in uh, Raleigh, though, right? Yeah, maybe. Raleigh, we'll see. Carolina. Is that far from there. here? Raleigh, Charlotte. We're doing a date in Charlotte, right? We might. I mean, we got to find this, figure this out after the show. That's but. a good thing. We'll figure it out after the show, and then we'll we hope can't that tell anyone. You, yeah. We won't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> You find out about it afterwards. But we have some good maskers here. Uh, Aaron Lawrence. Who now, hold on. You know, yeah. maskers is when you ask the masters. Right. Yeah. We are masters of a lot. Of, we're not jacks of all trades, master of none. We're jacks of all trades, and we've mastered all of them. 
The section is called Maskers, Asking the Masters. Okay? <coughs> That's what it is. No. Asking the Maskers. It's not about masks. Okay? Go ahead. Uh, Aaron Lawrence. I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing. Because you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So don't ask me if it's about masks. It's asking the masters. You should take that doily and suffocate your weirdo fucking boyfriend over there. It's your husband. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to fucking suffocate with a doily because there's holes in it. Go ahead. Uh. Go ahead. Erin uh, Lawrence, a, a friend of the show, uh, she writes: uh, saw a pair of jeans, a shirt, and sneakers on the sidewalk at 3 p.m. today. What do you think happened there? <laughs> What did happen? Is that just a person who at 3 p.m. was like, I've got to be to the hospital, and they've got a gown waiting. Then he just runs. Does he take off all of his clothes and run away? I don't know. I, I thought it was an alien abduction. You think it's that? Yeah, I thought it's One guy claps. He's like, absolutely. That's where I was going with They're that. They're real. I love X-Files. It's real. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thomas Key writes, uh, better name for fungal infection of the groin. A jock itch or athlete's dick? I like athlete's dick. That's way better. You're like, sorry, I have jock itch. People are like, gross. If you're like, hey, I got an athlete's dick. People are like, awesome. Do you pole vault? And you're like, depends on the fucking lady. I, I, Why did that bomb? I don't believe there is... Can you imagine a man pole vaulting off of his dick to fall into the arms of a woman he loves? I don't believe an athlete's foot. I don't think it, it exists. I think we've talked about this, but it, it doesn't exist. Um, it's just a, it's a creation by the uh, advertising people. I, there's nothing... There's no such thing as Has anyone ever foot. had athlete's foot? It's just having... An, it, it's, you have an itchy foot once every month or something? That was a good... That was a single clap. I like when someone's like, I'm going to reveal that. it's true, but only for a second... Yeah. That's it. That's it. If you can find me, you can talk to me. But don't look for my eyes. They're pointed towards the ground because I'm itching in my feet. They call that the Brewbreaker clap. This is the first time that ever happened. So Robert Redford movie where he, he's at a prison, he stood up and he just clapped once, and then everyone started clapping afterwards. And he did it right here uh, in the Situation Room. Regarding uh, athlete's foot. Regarding athlete's foot, or perhaps athlete's dick. We're not sure. But I don't think they, I don't think I don't think athletes' foot exists. I don't think head lice uh, exists. I don't think. But uh, does foot dick exist? <laughs> That's when your penis has five tiny. He has one. This young lady in the front pointed to her her husband, boyfriend, boyfriend, and was like, "He's got it." I think she's talking about athletes' foot, but she did that right right after. I was like, "Is there foot dick?" She was like, look over here. Foot dick is when you have a penis that has five little tiny toes on the end of it. Which is very rare. Uh, you know, you We're pretty sure it's never happened. I'm sure someone, there's, some, there's someone with foot dick, right? If it is, then your fucking, your condom has a, it's like a flip flop. I'm sorry. It is a third leg, but it's a fourth foot. 
John Turney writes, uh, disorganized crime, every weed dealer ever. That's not the case. We met one last night that was very organized. But often you go to a weed dealer's place and he's like, hold on, I got it. What did you come here for, the weed? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, hold on, let me look through all these books and papers. and yeah, Let me find what you came I mean, for. I have a, I have a, I have a, a bevy of flurbies. <laughs> you guys remember those flurbies? Yeah, we, we remember, we just don't know why you mentioned them. I had a weed dealer who collected flurbies. Are you serious? Yeah, they're like furbies, but they have you buy them all in a flurry. Have you ever hey, had, sorry, this is my life. Have you ever uh, eaten a, a McFlurby? What's that? That's where a flurby drinks a McFlurry, and you eat. And then you eat it. You eat that as it happens. It's actually a delicacy at the uh, Wine and Food Festival. Right here in Atlanta. Uh, do we have some live maskers? Anybody want to we'll finish up some? with live yeah. maskers? Yes, sir. If you get attacked by Nancy Grace, do you call police or animal control? Okay, so he asked if, 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 if you get attacked by Nancy Grace, do you call the police or call animal control? You call both, because that dog's going to bite your fucking foot, Nick. <laughs> Did you think of that question right now, or you, was that something you're on the way? You've been wanting to know for a while. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to have to go to the show and find out. police and animal control. She is awful. <laughs> She's terrible. I don't know. And do you guys like Nancy Grace? Is that... <laughs> no! So you should be more vocal about the fact that she's a horrible Italian beef-mouthed piece of shit. She looks like a dog took a shit on the idea of American freedom, and then that was fucked by a warthog. <laughs> we have one over here, yeah. Um, earlier you were um, mentioning Atlanta slogan. Yes. Should Atlanta be... Should, no, that's Atlanta, Detroit. <laughs> yeah, should Atlanta's slogan, just because sometimes people can't hear, who's, you know, people that are watching at home, uh, should the Atlanta slogan be, if we don't stay here... Is that what she said? I don't think so, but I think your voice the is... The party dies. Was that it? If we stay here, the party dies. I think it could be that. I, it could be. There's yeah. another one that's Atlanta... If we don't stay here, the party dies. Mm-hmm. And there's another one that's just like, Atlanta, what is happening with the fucking traffic? <laughs> because at one point, we were on our way to Athens, and it was an hour and a half in to the drive. And I looked over at someone, and he had an American flag bandana. He was smoking a cigarette. He was white, and he was listening to blaring Latino hip-hop. <laughs> and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he was like, yep. <laughs> like, welcome to Georgia, motherfucker. That's right. And that this man, is what happens. And that man was Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do we have here? Yeah. Can I comment on Bill Cosby? I would, but have I had a lot of coffee. I can't remember where I am. <laughs> really? <laughs> Can I comment on Bill Cosby? I mean, it's always a dangerous thing to comment. I would say this. He seemed to like... Uh, yeah, now I'm not going to comment on that. 
He Thank seemed you. to like women that weren't that active in bed. Uh, <laughs> more, just more. Oh, well, oh, you guys like? Whoa, that's real. No, I'm just saying he preferred not a lot of. I, I like women that are more, you know, cognizant. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's fun when the woman's like there and kind of into it and moving around right. and stuff. But for Cosby, he was like, just let me put this place up where. Yeah. <laughs> Women that are less engaged. I, I, I can't say I condone or approve of, of his activities. And I'm just going to come out and say it. A lot of comedians are trying to like support what happened. That is I'm a bold gonna, statement. I'm gonna, this is the situation room. And I'm going to come out and say that I'm just anti any of that type of stuff. I am. I'm old-fashioned that way. A lot of people are like, oh, who cares? You, no, for me, you, I don't think it's right to drug sweaters? Are you pro-sweaters? Huh? I'm pro-sweaters. I'm pro-wearing hats as shirts. But you, you say, don't I'm, put your pudding pop where it doesn't... Exactly. Mel. <laughs> I am sorry that I said that. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you think a good skincare routine requires a facial mask? Like, a mask or something like that? Okay, he asks if a good facial uh, routine involves a facial mask. Uh, exfoliating, things of that nature. That yeah, I heard question. what he fucking said. <laughs> I don't know how much clearer I have to make it. This is Ask the Masters. It's not anything to do with masks. So it doesn't have a fucking thing to do with what we're talking about. So I don't know if you should wear a fucking mask. Maybe you should mask yourself. Why the fuck I don't kick your ass? Next question. Okay, that was it. Uh, and that's how the show ended. As the fog rolled in. <laughs> Any uh, other questions yeah. that I just asked? Okay, yes. here we go. Can you do a Hall song? Can we do a Hall and Oates song? This is the same fellow that asked about the Bill Cosby. Uh, so far, he's two for two in stopping the show. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You know what? It's the same guy uh, that brought me this fucking afterthought. Don't the pretend. afterthought gift. He's like, it came in packs of two, so I gave you one. But really, my gift was for TJ. Okay? I mean, if there was a way to do a Hall and song that incorporated the word tweet, then I think we could do it, but I don't know. The man tweeter. What? The man tweeter. Um, do you know it? Live on the rocks. That's a different artist. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Everybody in the audience was like, he knows it. And then everyone was like, what happened? No, no, I, I wanted to do a different song. Uh, uh, Prophet tweets. No. Prophet eyes. We're tweeting you. We're tweeting your every move. Yeah, yeah, this is uh What's that what, how does man eater go? Yeah, that was it. Oh. She's a man That's how little I listen to or understand what the fuck is going on when you do falsetto. How did the, how did the hollow notes question happen? How did that uh how did that what did I was I played Stainer and she's out of my league and I yeah. did a hollow notes, but yeah. not man eater, not man tweeter. And that's why I didn't know what that was. Okay. Um, but okay. yeah, that's a good reference. Okay. Okay, one more, one more. Yes. 
at some point tonight, I was wondering if you guys would know what Yoda would sound like if he was having sex. Oh, Yoda? You know what? I actually know. I, I know. There, I have a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, who's a comedian, and he did for years a closer where the closer was, "What if Yoda had an orgasm?" And no, 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 no. I, I know you're over there going, "That sounds awful," and it, it definitely was. But uh, but but a good friend of mine did it. Yeah, she's got. What is that? It's Calvin Hobbs Yoda. Anyway, his name was Cash Levy, and uh, I really I. I'm starting to hate the show. I, uh, I I hate my own. I no, don't. I'm I mean, what cash did you know? What I'm for, year, for I, years, just, for years, a, a comedy club manager played him by saying, you know, you're better than the yoga bit, yeah, right? Yeah, no? it, yoga. It was the yoga bit. Better than the yoga. They really got him in nuts. I got to tell you. But I mean, I. That time. That. That pun I did like. We've only had sex once. Try a second time, we should. Put that netting on my face, you will. Rule number one. Am I not Sean Connery? Yes. What was the name of the penis with the fingers on the end? Foot dick. The foot dick. My foot dick is ready. Ready it is. From all five tarsals. Mm, yes, active you are. Bill Cosby, I am not. Calvin? Where's Hobbs? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, guys. Thank you guys very much. Have a good night. We really appreciate you coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Mm.